Hello and welcome back to Big Band of Gaming. We are on episode three now, if you're counting, not counting our bonus episode. We don't count that. I am Troy, your host, and today we have Josh. Hello. Hey, Josh. How's it going? Pretty good. How you doing, Troy? Doing good. Doing good. We were a little unsure there that you were going to be able to make it on, so I'm glad you're I was- here. I mean, I was sick for a while, and then I uh, wasn't sure if I was going to have an internet connection there, but I made it just in the nick of time. Nice, nice. You make it sound like you're like time hopping from like medieval, yeah. medieval time <laughs> periods. You're like, I had the plague, and then <laughs> no far internet. More interesting, far more interesting than what really happened. I just had a really bad cough and didn't want to be coughing on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get you however we can get you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And we have Colton. Hello. Uh, I was uh, hoping Josh wouldn't make it. Now I'm thinking about leaving. Uh, same, same. So, so rude. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep this podcast together. Okay. <laughs> Any way I can. You all, you all have checks in the mail now. You're contra- contractually obligated. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. The minute you, the minute you open that check and, and spend it, I have you. You can't go anywhere. Yeah, uh, so, uh, as far as you know, no, no hailstorms, nothing knocking out your power or trying to destroy. No, not this week. Just hot. Just hot. Oh, interesting. And mosquitoes. I was in a shower last night and I found a big one. Just, just chilling there. And I was like, right, hi, hi. It's like every day here. We make friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you live, you live in a swamp. <laughs> uh, and what, who you just heard now is Isaiah. What's Yo, up, Isaiah? what's up? How's it going uh, besides your mosquito friend? Oh, it was good. I didn't kill him. I spared him. And uh, besides that, <laughs> well, sometimes you got to give a little mercy here and there. You know, can't always be wrathful, you know? Was it like those mayflies? Those like really stringy looking mosquito things? I guess so. But it was pretty fat. It was pretty big. Yeah. Isaiah, tell me more about your shower wrath. <laughs> how to avoid it. Take cold showers or lukewarm. That's how I go about it. Yeah, yeah. Wait, isn't that the thing? Isn't taking aren't you supposed to take like yes, you colder are showers? Colder showers skin? are yeah, for your skin's much healthier. And I think for your hair as well, it's just better. I just like taking hot showers sometimes because it's like it's just ooh, nice. You know, I'm glad we're finally getting to this because I don't think you can have a podcast without talking about like uh, your shower routines. Yeah, um, okay. I don't feel like you really get to know. Personal hygiene. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, it will, maybe nothing weird yet. You know, maybe we'll save that for a later episode. But yeah, yeah. I thought I, cold showers. What is it first? So. Yeah, I thought cold showers just made your like pores shrink. Is it like any actually any healthier for you though? No. I don't know if it's healthier, but I know it's like better for your skin. So that counts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Better. Deceptive. It's like, it's like putting on makeup. You're just disguising the problem. Shrinking your pores temporarily. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You go up to somebody, you're you're not fooling me. I can see your pores. (laughs) Every single one of them. Uh, Yeah. No, I mean, I, I do the shower thing. I've been doing this since like, uh, high school when I of course when I started listening to podcasts I heard someone say they're like yeah you know if you you're not supposed to like shampoo your hair like to death every time you take a shower like yes. you're supposed to let like some natural oils build up or whatever so that's why I haven't used shampoo since 2008 um, I'm really just letting it build up 
Yeah, you just right there. And ran with it, huh? <laughs> yeah. 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 I didn't even finish that podcast. I just stopped right there. I was like, well, it's everything I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right. So I want to know what I want to know is what you guys have been playing. Um, I, hmm, you know what? I'm not going to start. Isaiah, you have a game that I have not played that I've been interested in. So let's start with you, Isaiah. So uh, a few uh, weeks ago, my friend and I were talking. And I'm like, I was talking about how much I actually really enjoy just like short games, like short and done one sitting. And he got me this game for my birthday. By the way, I'm 19. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, it's called <laughs> Subsurface Circular. Now, it's a three hour game. You beat this one sitting. And essentially, it's like the trip become human a bit. But the, the androids are all like very robotic. They're not like humanoid. They have like, you know, like, of course, human like structure, but that's it. Uh, essentially, you're a detective. So you're on a train and you're staying on this train. It is against your code to go off a bit. So as you're on this train, you're trying to crack a case. So everyone comes on and comes off. You try and get a little closer to the truth. You can find a little little mini like helping out like passengers here and there. We have one big case to solve and it's your job to do it from every stop that you make through the bus uh, or the train uh, comes another person. There's different types of people. Of course, you have you, the detective, which is like your brain priority coding and like your priorities. Then you have construction workers. You have researchers. Um, there's even a thing where depending on your intelligence, you have different codes that can break your, your, like your, uh, your code and you become free will for a little bit until they reset you back in the surface. So it's really interesting. You don't get to meet a single human, but you do get to hear about how they talk and whatnot. It's a very dialogue heavy game. The dialogue carries it very well. The, the just the getting closer to the truth, it continuously engages you into it and brings you back in with its twists and nods. It's great. Um, again, it's like, a, it? yeah, I finished it one sitting and all I gotta say is like, if you want to try a new game out and just like, it's like a, you know, like choosing like dialogue options, choices, and like talking to people, just three hours of a game play subspace circular. It's like $10, I think on um, steam. It is one of the most like surprising games I've ever experienced next to one of my fairy indie games of all time. One shot. So if you like one shot, you might like this game. That's a bit different though, but you get similar vibes. It's really cool. So is this like a visual novel? I know it's it's kind of it's not like a fit, like complete like 2D. It is 3D, so but it is like more conversations than anything. Cool. Okay. And then uh, my next game uh, is Monster Hunter World. I've actually been playing this in the background for a while now. Maybe about two months with my friend uh, Devin, and uh, it's been super fun. I it is incredible to see how a AAA game can be so in depth and lush and alive as such as Monster Hunter World and just the Monster Hunter franchise. I can't fully describe, but it is like a character action based game. Depending on your weapon. Every weapon's very unique in their own like ways to combo and like you know use them. I have a support weapon called the horn. The horn is a musical instrument where I can bring out debuffs and buffs to the uh, to the fight that will support me and my party. And uh, your whole quest, your whole idea of the game is like, or like your whole priority, is just going out hunting monsters and 
finding closer to like a bit of a mystery that's going on with a new world you're exploring. Like uh, at first it's like a giant like turtle monster that completely threw off your your expeditions like like a balance and now you have to be like okay we gotta go find this guy and whatnot and like well, what's going on with him you know he's so big <laughs> why so um, big is this your first monster hunter game this is my first monster hunter game and my friend cool. devin he's gonna get me into gu and rise soon enough nice so much nice. fun um is it is it easy for you guys to like team up because i i remember hearing on monster hunter world specifically it was kind of hard to team up with your mm-hmm. friends at times the pain in the I, butt. I I think with my experience, super easy. Invite a friend, come into your lobby. All right. If it requires like a, it's like a story mission, then you got to watch a cutscene, and then, okay, now you can come in, come in. So that's how it works typically. So, and if it's not like that, it's like an optional quest. You guys can just go in. Uh, you're on the same lobby room, but you're in the same lobby technically. But once you right. go to the quest, you get to see each other, hang out and interact with each other. It's and super that's fun. A, super fun. And that's on the PlayStation, uh, Four. That's five. on the PlayStation Plus collection, right? So yeah. you, if you have five a PS5, is. you just get that game. Not only that, there was an unlocked mode in that, so now it runs at like a perfect 60. So I remember jumping in for a few minutes being like, wow, this runs really nice now. But yeah. Beautiful game. I honestly okay. recommend it to y'all if you like the idea of like getting to like hunts and whatnot. It's really fun. I really, yeah, I, I really want to get into it, but I, it's like one of those games I can't do it alone. I'd really need like a oh, poppy yeah. or oh, I, yeah. at least another person that wants to, you know, like do missions together. It's just one of those games for me. It's super time consuming, but I don't think that's a problem though. I think it's because of how much you're invested into the game. Time doesn't feel that much of a problem at all when you're playing but yes i recommend playing with your friend it's super fun with a friend anyways with Devin, he is like he knows everything like he's done everything in the game you can possibly imagine and nice. it's awesome it's so yeah cool. it seems like that's a good game to have someone kind of like a really complicated board game it's like nice to have someone who, who's like played three yeah. of the game once so you're you're not just like <laughs> stuck like on google trying to figure out how to join each other you know you can just be like oh just do this this and this um yeah yeah that would that would have helped me for final fantasy 14 it just took oh, yeah. me like a handful of hundreds of hours to just become that person <laughs> where like hey you're playing let me let me fix your ui for you because it's going to be awful um cool uh colton what you've been up to what you what have you been playing i haven't had uh as much time as uh, i feel like i i normally have i mean i guess if i i've been able to put a little bit more time into elden ring uh, it's basically it's probably ninety percent of what I've been playing, and the other ten percent has been Fortnite. So I mean, I haven't you know haven't delved into anything different over yeah, the that's last. That's a lot of game right there. <laughs> yeah, those two games put together take up a lot of my time. Uh, Elden Ring, you know, uh, I mean, if you kind of if you listen to that bonus episode, you kind of you can kind of catch up on on what I've been doing there. So I don't need to go over all that again. Uh, and then Fortnite, I decided just to jump into the new season. The that they started and haven't played too much of it, but I've probably played maybe three, four hours of it, uh, of the new season. I really like it. The uh, There's no building in the game. So I'm sure everyone's heard about that. It, that made the rounds on. Yeah. Is that still going on or is that over? No, it's still going on. I think I have, I haven't confirmed it, but whenever it happened, there's a, there's a story reason why it happened. One of the main villains of the game back in chapter one is now back. Have you seen the up. lumber prices? I mean, that's true. 
Did he like I, steal all the little blueprint things that you carry around when you build? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know if they got too in-depth about how it <laughs> happened, but she just kind of showed up in a cutscene, pulled out like a remote and hit a button. And now I know. Oh, that sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, so they're bringing it back. I, I heard that it was only going to be gone for 11 days. I have not. Conf- I, I didn't actually look that up to, to confirm that or not. Uh, but I guess it's been it's almost been 11 days. So it's about to be up. But there's been some pretty heavy rumors that they're going to add a uh, no build mode. It's like a permanent mode there. That'd be smart. Yeah, people, people, that. Seem to, people seem to like it a whole lot. So um, it, it so made me for the two games consider downloading Fortnite again. <laughs> but I've been I've been busy the last week, so yeah. I just like didn't get around to it. So I'd still Dude, be interested in maybe I, downloading I, I say, it. I know it's been a while since you played it. I think you would be really impressed. I mean, uh, I think episode one, I think, is when I was talking about all the changes they've added over the last couple of years. And like mobility has been greatly improved. And now so now they have a tactical sprint that you can use with the stamina bar that you have to really oh. be careful with. And they have a vaulting option. So, so you know, you can normally like a house, you'd have to build to get up there. You know, you can't just like jump up on the roof. But now if 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 there's an edge that isn't too high up off the ground, you know, roughly 10 feet off the ground, you can jump up and your character will vault over that ledge. You jump so higher too, that, don't you? Uh, you know, I don't, I haven't heard that and I didn't notice it while playing, but that could I feel be like true. before we jumped so like short, like it was such a short jump and, and it would like, the more you jumped, the shorter it would be. And now with the, the vaulting and stuff, it, you f- feel like, a ninja usually running across the that, I mean that very well could be I I haven't heard yeah. that but that could very well be true so I mean like I I just I think it'd be such a different game like if you did end up downloading it you'd probably like it a whole lot more I mean the mobility in that game has been so so greatly and uh improved since yeah. even just a couple months huh. ago it's crazy I should I should just download it uh just to see what's up even if I don't stick with it which I don't I don't expect I don't expect myself to, but I, I, I probably should just get hands on it and just see what's up other than, you know, looking at that like donkey video where all the kids are calling him sus, which is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, this game doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> um, cool. And I and I know you gave us a big Elden Ring update more or less because of that bonus episode. So um, I know you're still chugging away at that. All right. Uh, Josh, what you been playing? Uh, I'm gonna piggyback off of Colton because I've literally, like I said, I've been sick recently. Um, I've literally only been playing a little bit of Fortnite, and that was with Colton. And uh, I played today since since we did the podcast for Elden Ring. I haven't played it until today, and I played Thanks. it for all of like thirty minutes. And oh, I, uh, you beat it. Oh, I I hit a wall of just like frustration and I I tried to go like multiple directions. I was like, okay, well I'm stuck over here, beating my head against the wall. I'll go try in this other area, this other region. And I just hit another boss, another wall, and I'm to the point where I'm like, I, I'm not having fun. So I think I'm gonna take a break from Elden Ring for a while. Fair, fair. Yeah, I need a, I need like a couple of months to <laughs> gather my thoughts and emotions and come back to it. But other than that, I've been playing Fortnite, like I said, with Colton. And, uh, cool. Oh my gosh, Fortnite is... I struggle with it so much. I want to love it, and I think I love it. But then 
I spend so much time and energy trying to get one outfit in a battle pass that I paid for, and then I just don't have enough time to play to level up. And I did not get Spider Man last season, and I'm really upset. Yeah, that was a bummer. You could, just, uh, you could just get a Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 and skate a Spider Man instead. <laughs> oh, why can't you? Uh, it's a little outdated at this point, but <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Wait, you you can skateboard it, and there was a skateboard thing in Fortnite, right? Or yeah, like so a hoverboard? Or something? Yeah, yes, there's a hoverboard. There's a hoverboard. They take oh, away yeah, the skateboard you could put on your back. But was there a trick there. system? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, there was. Yeah. yeah, and there's like and, <laughs> oh, and there it, would, it would like it would score your like whatever points you did or whatever. It's fun. Yeah. 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 Good. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Last thing, I did. I did try for a second uh, on Game Pass. I tried to play a little bit of Tunic. I don't know if I talked about that last time, but it Mm-mm. ran like butt because I need to get a better computer. That is all. Okay. <laughs> I will. Uh, well, piggybacking on that, uh, I'll start with Tunic. I played maybe around ooh, five or six hours of Tunic. And it's it's really awesome. It's really cool. So Tunic, you are a little fox boy, and it starts out as just like, oh, this is clearly like a like a link to the past. Like this is like a Zelda clone. But um, the thing that Tunic does is that it will it will do this thing, and it does it multiple times in different ways. But it will give you everything. Every mechanic from the beginning of the game is pretty much unlocked. So there are things you can do within the game that you that you can do if you know how to do them, but you don't know how to do them. But in the way that uh, the game teaches you how to do like about the different mechanics of the game and how to interact with all with, you know, the stuff you find in this world is you find these manuals and what they are. They're just pages and it's uh, pages of like a literal game manual like you'd have back in the day with like um, it's all colored. You'll even see like places in the manual where someone will have like circled something with a pen and jotted down notes like it had been used before um and the scans are really good like whoever did all the art and stuff for those manuals like uh give them a raise i don't know (laughs) do something because those manuals are amazing but um the coolest thing is like you know i started picking up like for example i uh they have these save points these big statues and um you know it'll if you walk up to them it'll have like a thing over it over the head that you just says a and you press a and it does like a little thing where you say it's like a bonfire it saves and it fills your health and magic and everything and uh you know i was two hours in and i kept getting these items and i didn't know what they were they would just go in my inventory and they were just like i couldn't use them they were just sitting there i was like okay i you know at some point this game's probably gonna tell me i don't know uh and the thing is i went through this dungeon and i picked up one of these manual pages and it didn't even explicitly tell me it showed this little image at the bottom of a page of uh it just said like lb like l1 and then it showed uh, all those items and you standing next to like one of those save points i was like oh and so i went to the save point pressed L1 and all of a sudden I could upgrade like my strength and defense and stuff using those items. And the thing is, if I had known, I could have picked it up one of those items like the first 10 minutes of the game and went and upgraded. But I, until I got that manual, I didn't know that mechanic was there. And that's how it works. Like you can fast travel right away if you know what the fast travel points are. Um, there are vendors in the game that are hidden 
like within the level. And until I got a manual showing me like what to look for in the map, I didn't even know there were like other vendors in the world that would sell me like bombs items. And there's like shortcuts that will lead you into the back way of a dungeon that are kind of, it's like a perspective puzzle where like you will go to this corner and all of a sudden you're like behind the scenery. Um, and it was there the entire time, but you didn't know till you got to the end of the level. So there's a chance if you get real smart to that, that you walk, you know, while you're walking the overworld, you just kind of like kind of explore every nook and cranny and you will find these early. And it means you can go like, you know, like take shortcuts and go different, um, take shortcuts to the boss and find different things that you would have found later in the game. So it's really cool. It's like a, it's, it's like a game of like gaining knowledge about the world through, like this these manual pages and stuff um and it's kind of fez like where it has its own language and so even in the manuals like it'll tell you like hey this is your character symbols for your characters yeah and in the manual there'll be all this like nonsense script but you'll notice that your characters like symbols are in it and so you start like piecing things together in the manual to figure out things in the world so that's kind of the cool trick it does. And it sounds kind of, you know, like when I explain it like that, but when it happens to you, you're like, you're like, Oh my God, like <laughs> I could have been doing that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's really neat and it looks amazing. And it also, um, there's an old game called dust force and the, the guy who did the soundtrack for it was called life formed. Um, and uh, dust force has an awesome soundtrack and he did, uh, the soundtrack for this game and it's just as good. Um, so yeah, the soundtrack, the art, all that stuff's amazing. Uh, small team that made it too. I think it was mostly developed by like a single dude. So it's like one of those like passion projects and, and you can see why it took him so long to do it. I think it, you know, this got announced like ages ago. I think it's been like six, six years, something like that. Five, six years. Whoa. He's put this out. So yeah, this has been a long time, long time coming. Uh, really cool. So it's a day one game pass. If anyone's interested to, just try it. It's definitely worth it. It's it's a really neat game. Question, question. Yeah, what's up? Was that like like announced at E3? Uh, it might have been announced at one of those like uh ID at Xbox, like yeah, kind of the same way Cuphead did. It might have been just like on a montage, and people were like, "Whoa, what's that?" <laughs> but it was announced a long time ago. Um, yeah. I don't know with if, if it was branded with Xbox, but that's when I remember starting to see it was a while ago Man, but, that's a great um, xbox exclusive that'll be great for them that's so cool yeah yeah so i i don't know if it'll be exclusive forever probably not but at least it, it's game pass day one which it wasn't till like literally days before its release which is apparently how those deals are made like really last minute with game pass so i didn't even know i thought i was just gonna buy that and then when they announced like a day before it came out it's like you just download it i was like oh sick okay cool i just realized uh, too uh it's actually on steam yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's Xbox and Steam so far. Um, uh, it's a, like Josh said. I don't know how well it would run on Switch. Um, it could run maybe like thirty frames, but it, it looks really nice running at that like full frame rate and everything. I try to play it on an old laptop, so not a fair. Oh yeah, <laughs> like probably like an integrated graphics card or something. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And then uh, I I did mention this a little at our bonus podcast, but. I, I did beat Elden Ring and I kind of beat it with my goal in mind. I um I beat it and I beat every so every boss that has a, a health bar and every like invasion type enemy I beat. So and I I, I didn't like uh, at a certain point I got to the end of the game. And it's kind of like 
you know how you get to the end of a metroidvania and you just want to like fill up the rest of the map um <laughs> well, <laughs> it's kind of like that like or like yeah. in an open world where you're like i want to clear out you know icons and stuff like that i almost started doing that with elden ring with the bosses as i got to the end game i know i got like to the last boss and i was like okay what do i have left and i had this big old list and i i cleaned house i got the extra bosses did the missions i was supposed to and yeah it was really cool it was really chill that game i i know it's kind of a weird thing to say but that game is just like really a real chill out game for me just to uh, there were times where it wasn't like there are certain um, I would say the end game has some balancing issues with the like mob enemies. It's less the bosses, although there is one boss that is uh, it's giving everyone trouble. But um, uh, the it's just like the mob placement and the damage and everything. It seems a little out of whack. So I had to, I was like level one. I forget. I was like level 140 something. And I was still playing really carefully at these like last two extra zones. Um, but, uh, really good time. I, I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time with Elden Ring. Um, I made sure not to do new game plus in case there's ever a DLC or anything. I don't want to, uh, you, I do not want to play like, you know, 60 hours of Elden Ring again to just see the DLC. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's real good. Um, anything else before we move on guys? Yeah. I just double checked for people who want to play subspace or clear. Uh, it's six dollars on Steam, so that's a steal if you want to play oh, that. Wow. It is a steal. Nice, yeah. You know, oh, it sounded I, really cool. I uh, it's something I totally forgot. Uh, I wanted to talk about. Uh, you know, I, I've been hearing Netflix want, wanting to get into the whole mobile game thing. Really? And I, I guess I didn't know how far along they were. I was just scrolling through Netflix uh, on my phone, and I saw like an entire video game section on the Netflix app, and I was like, "What the heck is this?" So, you know, I, I clicked a bunch of games and they, you know, it takes, it takes you to the app store and then you download it and, you know, you have to have a Netflix subscription to even play it. But there, uh, one game, I actually is it in the, is it in the normal, is it in the normal Netflix app? Yeah. Yeah. If you just scroll down a little bit, you should, you'll, you'll find the, uh, I can't remember like how it was. Oh yeah. It just says Netflix games right there. Got like a putt putt game, a basketball oh. game, a domino game. Actually, and there was that, one that I played, yeah. and it said it was an old PlayStation remaster that they Shatter. Published. Did you play Shatter? Shatter? Yeah. So, okay. Now we're talking. So, yeah. So I've actually been playing that a lot at work uh, on my phone, and I uh-huh. I didn't think I'd ever uh, like a little Netflix published mobile game, but I have been playing the crap out of that game. Have you um Have you been playing it with the with the sound off? Uh, half the time. Yeah, okay. Just I'm at work, really. Shatter has like a legendarily good soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those games that you open up and it says, This game is best enjoyed with headphones, you know. That's yeah. it's oh. it's funny that you bring that up because I was on reset era. The original there was a original post like a few years ago saying, like, hey, Shatter's like stuck on the PS3 and PC. Is there ever any chance like plans to update this for consoles and this? And the guy, the studio uh, saw that and they're like you know what because of this thread we're working on it now and it just popped up oh, like really? a week ago and it, i saw that he was just like hey um so it's coming out on netflix <laughs> i was like what <laughs> oh. and i looked for it it wasn't there yet but i i'm glad you reminded me because i gotta try that because i love shatter shatter was like shatter is one of those um it never came to 360 or anything else it was a ps3 psn exclusive like one of the few early ones uh really cool it's like a brick breaker where you can control like gravity a little bit. Um, 
and just like an amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Wait, what's Shatter? Oh my goodness! I see. <laughs> Wait, what Shatter? The game we're talking about? Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I'm like realizing, is that you talking about Shatter Dimensions for Spider Man? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, the the legendary Brick Breaker Spider Man Shatter Dimension. No, no, it's it's just look up uh, Shatter and then PSN, and it'll come up or PS3. Oh yeah, I just here I'm doing it right now. Uh yeah yeah we can look it up later Whoa. but yeah that's cool Cole I'm gonna I'm gonna try that like right after this because I love Shatter this all sounds great and everything but Colton you said at the beginning I heard putt putt and I've been stuck on this since then <laughs> yeah okay do, I, I, do you that, mean that's like golfing game. or do you mean like the purple car uh, I mean there's like a little putt putt golf game but I that's the first game I clicked on but the reviews were not very good. So and I kind of looked at a trailer for it. I was like, oh, that's a weird putt-putt game. So yeah, I didn't yeah. try it. You gave me all oh, excited for nothing. I'm sorry. Question, Colton. Um, are you playing those games locally or are they streamed? Uh, you download them on your phone. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, I'll have to try that. That is weird. That is really weird. Yeah. Um, and it's only through the phone. Like, it, it's not like you can open up your app on. Uh, I have not. I haven't even tried it, doing it on a computer or PlayStation. Because it, it probably is touchscreen controls, right? Yeah. Like a regular mobile game. Okay. Yeah. Because I know they have those interactive ones. Like, they had the Telltale uh, Minecraft thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. The Bandersnatch. And the, and, yeah. Black Mirror yeah. stuff, which is interesting. That's like a choose your own adventure more thing but like actual game it is weird oh you're right yeah actually do like a game game thing i call it a game game not just a game it's a game game um you like me or like like me (laughs) yeah yeah whichever box you check there makes a big difference (laughs) (laughs) those are your only two options too do you like me or you like like me because you can't think of the alternative where they're just like i'm gonna make a third one here saying never talk to me again (laughs) i've never heard of you (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> who this <laughs> all right so our big topic of the day is Will well Smith. let's uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the slap. Ooh, yeah let's uh yeah let's date this episode right now with the will yes. smith with the will smith slap at the grammys um <laughs> you know let's, yeah that's actually our entire middle segment how'd you know that um well, I mean, finally something at the Grammys that was actually like half interesting, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oscars, I think, right? Oh, did I say what yeah. did I say? Yeah, Oscars. Yeah, what Grammys. Oh, you know, because I'm picking Oscars, Grammys. Uh, whatever. Yeah, game dude, awards. I can. I, yeah, I was going to say I can barely do the game awards just because even though like it, it's it's video games, it's something I'm like super passionate about. And I can barely sit through that award with being like, wow, that should have ended two hours ago. <laughs> so anything else? Yeah. The slap, the slap. So the uh, on to our next topic here. We uh, well, there. Okay, let's just start here. So there are rumors that Project Spartacus, the uh, Game Pass-like service that PlayStation has been um, teasing, or there's been rumors. They haven't said anything officially about it, but there's been rumors for a while. Apparently, it's going to be um, 
be actually announced and shown this week. So we are before that point. So I was thinking it'd be cool to go over just kind of what the service offerings are for the uh, for the big three console makers. So Nintendo, Xbox and PlayStation, just kind of let's just kind of get a sense of what's offered and how we feel about the offerings. I want to hear what like who's to subscribe to what and for like what reasons. Um, so uh, before we'll probably do uh, PlayStation last just because that's going to be kind of the larger larger conversation is we're going to talk about Project Spartacus and kind of what we want to see from it um, before it actually gets announced. Because we at this point, we don't know. We we just know it's coming. We we know some rumors, but besides that, it's nothing's like super clear or concrete. So uh, let's start with Nintendo, just because I think... Nintendo! Yeah, the, you know, the ones that are good at the internet. Yeah. <laughs> with their, with their Windows with 4. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nintendo. So, uh, I'm trying to remember the switch did not launch with it, with its online. Uh, no, not, I don't think so. Was it, was it about a year or was it yeah, longer it, than that? Well, I, mean, I, th- I think it was over a year. No, well for like actually paying for it, I think, but they did. The, like, right, right, right. You could play online. For a while. Right. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And announced it too. I remember vividly now it's like a, we have online now for free, but Kurt in the future, we will at some point be like pricing. That's it. right. They People did ask you for money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't they, uh, didn't it launch with Splatoon two? Is that, or am I? No. <sighs> See, I'm trying to remember if there was anything it launched with specifically, but, um, in my head, Splatoon two was a, like a near the only game. significant online game. On yeah, the maybe that was it. Was that yeah? They, it was already out, but people were like, "Well, I guess if I want to play Mario Kart or Splatoon two, I owe yeah. twenty dollars." <laughs> um, but I mean, what it what it is now is is you have your base subscription, which is twenty dollars a year, um, and that includes just like your regular online play, like we're saying. Um, they added um, NES uh, library of NES and SNES games. Um, like kind of like weekly limited game trials, and then what I just call it the '99 series. So that includes Tetris '99. Uh, for a limited time, they had that Mario '99 and uh, Pac Man Mario '35 or whatever. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which honestly, that was a favorite of mine, but that's just because I like yeah. Mario. No, yeah, hey, oh, that yeah. that was that battle royale Mario thing, right? It was, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, and right now, um, Tetris 99 is still available, and so is uh, the Pac-Man one. Um, so those just seem to be just in the background, quietly updated. Like, I think you get, like, on the Tetris one, they're just, they're just like, hey, we have a Fire Emblem, like, panels now, you know? <laughs> um, but for, like, $20 a year, that's, I think, I'm not, like, super disappointed with that offering. I think it's um, great, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually a lot. I mean, I think it's just poorly named. Switch Online. I mean, the value is not in the online, like you said. They're not yeah. good at online services. It's the the uh, legacy games. Like it, it's it's the virtual console. They just don't want to call it the virtual yeah. console. Yeah. You know, it's a great value for that because I I was tired of paying like five to ten dollars for all these old games on every Nintendo system. So if I can just subscribe and forget about it, that's pretty good. Yeah, agreed. And and I think so, too. I think they're a really good deal. I mean, it doesn't have everything that the older virtual consoles had, but they're starting to get there, you know, like like they just put Earthbound on there and 
they've never been consistent on like which games they put when or right at like, all. Yeah. yeah, like they had Chrono Trigger on the Wii uh and like Super yeah. Mario RPG and stuff and then that that never transferred over to the Wii U or the 3DS or now the Switch. So, yeah, it isn't consistent and I know a lot of that is just cuz they have to deal with like third parties and um like uh um, just licensing issues like they can't just put every Mega Man on there without Capcom being like we sell something with every Mega Man on it yeah. so, you know <laughs> I, I get that there's conflicts there but for what it is I do agree I, I've never looked at the $20 a year if it was any more I think it'd be an issue because like Josh was saying like you still can't directly message friends you can't do parties Oh yeah. You to, to, to chat you have to download an app and it's only it's like game specific and it's kind of a mess in that area. Uh, but for the amount you're, you're spending, it's not, you know, $20 a year just to get a handful uh, uh virtual console games is not bad considering. Yeah. Well, Josh, there's like six, some of them are like five or $6 each. Why don't I buy that in virtual? What's up? Yeah, the Wii U is going down. Oh, oh yeah. The DS and the Wii U shops. Those are going down very soon. Oh, sorry, and for, side tangent. <laughs> and it sucks yeah, too. It sucks. And it's, also, it's a bad look. Let's talk about how like Nintendo would oh, not talk about bugs. Remember, Nintendo forgot to uh, turn on the Bluetooth. <laughs> the Bluetooth on the Switch. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> They could have done that from the beginning. They didn't forget. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. At least they didn't charge me any extra. Yeah. 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 Right. (laughs) They didn't add that to like the expansion. Like, in the expansion. Um, Well, I mean, I get that. Like, if you put in your Bluetooth headset, that's you can't connect as many controllers to it and mm-hmm. I, I get that they're like no everyone's gonna have rooftop parties like they're never just gonna want to put head like bluetooth headphones in who would do that uh, <laughs> you know so i i get why they did it and when they did it it's just a little ridiculous that wasn't there from the beginning yeah yeah uh but uh, to its credit i can't use my airpods on the xbox or playstation but i can just sync them up to the switch and that's pretty that's pretty sick oh airpods work yeah, dude. And my yeah. uh, my oh, my AirPods Pros work, so I have like a when I take a plane ride, I can just block it out and be like Kirby. It's Kirby time. It's all Kirby. <laughs> it's all Kirby. It's all Kirby. It's all looking <laughs> Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have that twenty dollar year, and now we have the expansion, which has been out for a few months, and I feel mm. like this has been a little bit more controversial. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you can say it, that. Yeah, um, it's not 20 plus 50. $50 a year gives you everything we talked about, but it adds Genesis games, it adds N64 games, and at right now, it, it adds the Mario Kart expansion um, and the Animal Cross expansion passes. So that's what you're paying for that extra 30 a year. And I'm a little more torn on the on the what made the first one okay. I'm a little more torn on just because the Genesis games. There's so many different ways to get those Genesis games. Like they sell a Genesis like collection on Switch, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's it's a cool extra offering. But I'm I'm you know I have a thousand ways to play Genesis games, and I already had one a way to play it on Switch that I owned. Um, and N64, I feel like. It, it, the big thing is the emulation is really poor. Real, yeah. Um, there's, it's, there's also just such a small quantity of good games on the N64. Like, there's great games on yeah. the N64, but they've already put most of them on there. Like, what? 
there's not much right. left, right? Like, yeah, and not only that, like if you want to play Ocarina of Time or um, uh, Majora's Mask, those 3DS versions are better versions. Like, uh, they, they did a lot of quality of life and oh, a lot yeah. of graphical upgrades. And on top of that, it's poorly emulated. So apparently, there was a lot of input lag at yes, the beginning they, they of that. Fixing it, though. They they happen, yeah. Uh, but it's just crazy to me that it was broken to begin what's, with. Yeah. You know, what's it's weird like their games. That, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what's weird though is that um the impotently on the N64 games were worse than the one the Genesis games. At least that's what I've heard. The Genesis games were better with the input delay. The N64 games were not. <laughs> yeah, I mean it takes a little more processing power to do that. So however their emulator is working, I, I'm not I don't know the details. Oh. There's something wrong there. Uh, but what do you guys think would help that like $50 a year? Because wait, before we start, who, who is anyone of us subscribed to that? I'm not anymore. My we, subscription ran out like six months ago. Okay. Yeah. We I, I also never, have my concern though. I never I mean, upgraded. We have, yeah, we have the family I never upgraded, account. Yeah. Not, yeah, not, yeah we, we never upgraded, but we still have the family account for the. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's what I meant. I had just assumed all of us had the twenty dollar a year. I meant the fifty dollar yeah, expansion right. specifically. Okay. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. No, no thank that. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I never did it. Uh, I, I maybe like Dalton maybe did. Do you guys know? I, yeah. I don't know if any of us did, but um, but I mean, what what would make it worth it for you guys? Because I think a Game Boy Advance would go a long way. Honestly, See, that, that's, that's, that's not a bad close. idea. That's close to what I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Change the Genesis because I don't care about Genesis. Just swap that out for GameCube, and I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all that's in. It. Yeah. Yes, that's actually like brilliant. <laughs> uh, oh. yeah. Well, I mean, I love I love the Genesis. I my problem sure. was less that it was Genesis games, and more that uh, that there were already other better ways to play it. That's um, but yeah, like playing like. Like, you know, like the Metroids just came out, like two of the best Metroids are on Game Boy Advance, uh, Fire Emblems. Um, you know, there's just a Game lot Boy of cool... Advance would be amazing. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. Local, a bunch of Castlevanias. Um, and I get like people want DS and stuff, but that that gets that gets difficult with no, the yeah. full screen and the touch. Screen. I think the DS library is overrated. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> hot take, hot take. Hot take. Um, yeah, I... I, I I, I think a Game Boy Advance would go a long way, but even then, it would have to be a pretty good selection to pull the trigger, but it would definitely help me do that. Um, uh, so, yeah, and you're paying $50 more a year, and it's not giving you any more, like, functionality either, which, I, on one hand, it would suck for them to charge more for, for online functionality when there's barely any of it there to begin with, but, yeah, it's just weird. Fix those servers, man. They gotta fix those servers. I swear. <laughs> Been a, been a problem since day one <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know how much nintendo is willing to fix or rework or you know the hope was when the switch came out was that they were gonna like finally make something that even competed with like the 360 at launch <laughs> you know cut something from two console generations away but uh, so we'll leave the Nintendo one there because um, that's how I did it first. It's just, you know, there's it is what it is. Um, so next <laughs> we're going to go to Xbox. And um, at this point, there are different tiers of Xbox you could get. You could just pay for like Xbox Gold. And it would include like online and gold. But really, if you have an Xbox, you're probably playing for Game Pass or Game Pass Ultimate. Um, 
so I'll just put the I, I just put Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, and that's about $180 a year if you're gonna pay the I think it's $15 a month. And uh, as far as I know, you can pay it a month at a time or three months, but it, it comes to around 180. And what that includes, it includes the online play, cloud saves, um, legacy console titles, so like uh, OG Xbox 360 and Xbox One games. And um, a good amount of those are with upgrades. So upgraded resolutions, upgraded frame, you know, FPS, all that stuff. Um, you get PC Game Pass, which there's some overlap with console, but you don't get the OG. Uh, you don't get 360 and OG Xbox games on PC Game Pass just because those were made to run on the Xbox architecture specifically. Uh, but you do get like uh, PC specific games, which is cool. Um, you get EA Play, which is just a whole nother service on top. And then you get games with gold, which is often just like throwaway at this point. I, I'm not even sure why they still have that. And then you get xCloud on phones, PC and console. So, uh, oh, and then uh, entire first party lineup, day one, day one releases for their first party. And then usually you get a good handful of, of indie or third party day one releases as well. Um, That's a lot. That's so much. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's undoubtedly the reason PlayStation is even interested in putting out a project Spartacus. Um, I will say that it's it's been over time that Xbox like Xbox Game Pass didn't start out with all these features. It wasn't this good at first. I wasn't even subscribed to it at first because um when it first uh got released it was, you know, it was good like 100 games or something, but it was all games I'd played before. They were all just like older third-party releases. Um I was like, wow, that'd be really cool for someone that just got like an Xbox 1 really late in the cycle. But for me, who has already played or owned most of these games, uh, I was not interested in it. It wasn't. It wasn't until um, it wasn't until they started releasing like indie day ones um, and indie day ones, and then the minute on that E three stage where they're like, "Hey, by the way, every single first party Xbox game from this day forward will be day one on PC and uh, Xbox." I think that was the big game changer for me. Oh, yeah. uh, it was really cool like, for them to do that. It was pretty bold, but like, that gets it. That's really good marketing for them. Yeah, I mean, what do you guys think about the service? Um, I, For me, what I really like about Xbox Game Pass is obviously just like free day one games. Like there's nothing, <laughs> there's no uh, downside to that. Like you just, you know, like a new Bethesda game is going to come out after these next, you know, after um, uh, uh, what were the two Bethesda games that just came out? Um, Deathloop. Death thank you. And Death Ghostwire Loop. Tokyo. Ghost yes, Fire, yeah. thank you. Totally blanked. Uh, you know, after Deathwire, to- <laughs> Deathloop. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, after those two games come out, like that deal, you know, every Bethesda game after that is just going to be day one. Uh, you won't have to worry about budgeting it. It's just going to be like, hey, this game's out. Just download it or pre-download it. Uh, there's yeah. no downside to that. So, you know, obviously that's a cool thing. But what I really like is the amount of effort they put into their legacy titles as far as like 360 Xbox One games and their OG stuff running at like 4K or just seeing like OG Xbox One games running with HDR because their engineers took the time to like program 
HDR on on these legacy titles and stuff like that. That stuff is just really neat. It and is. It, yeah. And when you're looking at like the N64 and how poorly emulated it is, you know, from like <laughs> Nintendo with uh, games that are way more iconic than like Fusion Frenzy. Yeah, <laughs> you <sure>. know, <laughs> it, it just kind of it just kind of makes it just kind of looks it make it, it just gives them a bad look when you're playing Fusion Frenzy at 4K with HDR and they can't get ocarina of time one of the most like influential games ever to like you know actually feel good in your hands um so i that's what i really respect about game pass is just their tech end on the back of it and just the fact that it works on everything like there you know you can stream it all you can download it you 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 know you can own it on any xbox console and it just all works you know it's just yeah. very user friendly and easy, and yeah, I I'm I am a this should surprise no one. I'm a very big fan of Xbox Game Pass and what they've done. Yeah, I I gotta say like it's it's amazing, honestly. Like having this having this like subscription and being on my PC without having an Xbox, being on my PC and just playing some of these games is just so nice. Playing Our Wild, Still Hold Little Nights, um, that one rhythm, like a drum kit, I forget what it's called, but. That that's so much fun. Tycho Drum Master. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what, yeah, that was my biggest selling point. But also, like, funny enough, Sonic Unleashed, which ran very poorly on PS3 and Xbox 360, uh, two generations later, I want to say, finally works and doesn't lag and is optimized for the new Xbox. Yeah, no, it runs at 4K at double yeah. frame rate, 60 frames. It looks amazing in HDR. Like that's that's just the crazy thing. Oh um, yeah, it's so crazy. And lastly, of course, like the legacy titles, like playing those OG games is like so nice. And dude, going back to Fusion Frenzy, oh my god, on a new console is awesome. Fusion Frenzy's base, I love that game. Except for that one rhythm game, I hate that so much. It's like where I gotta go cross between like uh, B and like X. I was like, no, that's stupid. <laughs> but besides that, I I think this subscription was like is great. I will never pay for Ultimate though. Hard. <laughs> I am not gonna get. I don't care about EA Play or the X Cloud too much. The Game um, Pass is just a sweet spot for me, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I was gonna say too is it's it's um it definitely gives uh different games like longer legs. Yeah. Like if you take like Fallout seventy six on console. It's just stuck at like, you know, like 30 frames per second at whatever resolution it's at. But on like my Series X, it doubles frame rate. Like I can play that game at like 60 frames per second at a little bit higher resolution than it even was on like the One X or PS4 Pro. So games that don't even aren't even getting like developer support to be ported up to the new consoles um, are getting just that extra back end tech from just Microsoft, like making good on that stuff so with the fps boost and the resolution boost they've been doing so that stuff is just like super impressive mm-hmm. um and not not it, it just like i it's just like one of those things where if I, i'll watch like a nintendo direct right like an indie direct and if they say oh and a game's out now the it's not the first thing i will I, you know i'll be like oh i'm excited about the game that i don't go straight to my switch and download anymore the first thing i do is like oh I open the Game Pass app and half the time, dude, it'll just be in there. Like, I had no idea this game was coming to Game Pass. It's released like a surprise release. And oh, by the way, it's just there because I made that mistake uh, like Spiritfarer, you know, 
uh, I accidentally bought it on PS4 for like 30 bucks. <laughs> And I didn't check. And of course, it was just there. <laughs> that stuff. So it's, it's trained me to like check Game Pass when the indie uh, games come out now. <laughs> you know? It's weird because like I, I see how that's a positive thing for the consumers and everything's for us. But like I don't like it. Like that's my biggest criticism of Game Pass is it's... I mean, you're not giving the developer the money. You're just giving it to Xbox. And like, but, yeah, they work out their deals and everything in it. It could shed more light on the game, and I get that there's positives, but for me, the big negative is, well, it's not always going to be on Game Pass, and what if I don't want to play it right now? Like, now I'm forced to just keep up with the newest thing that dropped on Game Pass instead of playing what I want to play. True, that's true. I mean, uh, Jeff Grubb put it uh, uh, put it in a nice way when I was listening to his podcast. He, he, he asked you, people ask him all the time, it's like, hey, is Game Pass good for the developers? And he said, for pretty much the most part, it's a net positive for them because he said, like, hey, um, no one was going to uh, they said like the the indie sales of most games when they broke it down. It's just like a percentage of a percent were buying indie games on Xbox. Um, like they were all buying them on Switch pretty much. Like the PS4 and Xbox were almost not a going concern well, when the, the Switch came out. So the, so the devs are still getting the money. Yeah, they get paid out for so, for for. So who cares about Xbox, man? <laughs> well, it, they get they get paid like they get money up front, and sometimes that money Microsoft is has so much money to give and are so generous that sometimes they make back mm. their budget day I mean, one, I, like I a for hope, sure day one. You know, I hope that's like the majority of cases. I just yeah, I can see like yeah. you're you're like, well, I didn't buy it on Switch because I could buy it on. Uh, or I, I just have it on Game Pass, and it's like, oh man. But I've like, also seen that people sometimes value the portability of those games enough to where they're like, it's on Game Pass, but I, I bought it on Switch anyways. Yeah, I actually don't. I, I can't play indie games on like a PC or or Xbox. I I, I would much rather play handheld. Yeah, and and that's the thing. They're getting paid out, and the people that are playing on Xbox, to be honest, probably were not gonna pay for that game anyways. <laughs> is what they were finding. So it's it's uh, financially, it's been a positive for developers, and that could not, like you said, that could change. They could get so it could turn into like a a, a bad thing over time, you know. Uh, but for right now, it, it's been a net positive for for you know uh most people involved but i i do see the the criticisms in that way too though where you feel like you have to get it if because it's going to go off a game pass yeah like, well, i was know. just comparing it to like nintendo right it's like it's all their games or at least for i i don't think anything is going to be removed from uh switch online right unless you're mario 35 <laughs> yeah but that was it like oh, as experiment shut up <laughs> or if you're a physical copy of Super Mario All Stars. Oh yeah, that's right. Hey, I, I pre-ordered that. So. <laughs> yeah, I got the digital version, which they took. Did they take the digital version away too? Is that what happened, or is it was, um, was it just the physical? I thought it was just the physical, but oh, I thought they were taking. No, I thought they were taking both version versions. Was done. Yeah, I don't think you can get the digital version. That's anymore. nuts. Dude. I think that's why it was yeah. such a big deal. They were like, right. we're not selling it to you after this date. <laughs> That is really crazy, dude. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, "Hey, I remember giving you guys a heads up." I was like, "Hey, this is like the last month you can buy this digitally." So, why buy a digital, man? I got like a family. Sorry, a family heirloom. Like, give my kids now, man. It's great. You can hang it on your Christmas tree. Three of the best games ever made. Like, 
bury me with this game. <laughs> Can't get that on Game Pass. <laughs> uh, but I think as it goes on, I mean, Game Pass is just going to keep getting better and better. Like, I think Xbox first party releases are, are going to be in a bit, a bit of a lull this year. But um, as of next year, they are pretty confident that they are going to have like one big first party game a month. Like in in um, in the number of studios, Xbox now has more first party studios than Sony does. You know, it doesn't. So once they start all releasing, um, you know, you're going to be getting like a big game, uh, at least a really big game every quarter. Does anyone uh, have any confidence that Starfield's going to be any good? I don't uh, know. I honestly I mean, don't. You're asking you sh- you're asking the wrong person. I'm the one who is <laughs> historically not loved, but that's the software games. Ooh, but, spicy. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not a secret to you guys. I'm just like Fallout Three was good, and so was Oblivion, and then they made a more. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting that you don't like Skyrim, but I, I agree with you that everything else is garbage. Like Fallout Three and Oblivion whoa, whoa. are like amazing, and then like whatever. Oh, get in here, defend your game. <laughs> you know I hate Fallout Four. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I for, for me, okay. it was even less the game. I I was like, you know what? This is probably as good as Fallout Three. And Fallout Three, I thought was a good game. For me, it was just like, oh, you're still gonna run on this engine? Okay, that's okay. no problem. It wasn't. It was. <laughs> oh, Fallout Seventy Six, you're gonna still run on this engine? Okay, well. That's why that turned out that way. The trash um, fire. Uh, they fixed it over time. I know. I know it's gotten better. And I know Fallout 4 has run better, even on it's base consoles and word. stuff. But yeah. at launch, those games were all in really bad shape. This <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. is really bad shape. Uh, so, it, it, you know what? If Starfield can launch and be free of any like glaring technical bugs and just run like... I don't know, just run like a game should at launch. You, you know, it doesn't need to be perfect, but I think that's a big step, honestly, even if it yeah. just ends up being another Bethesda game, you know, like, uh, <laughs> so I, I mean, Starfield is on my fantasy list. So I do have some confidence that that game is actually going to be that's, pretty good. Mm, I'm glad you have it on your fantasy list. <laughs> I did. I did counterpick it, but that's just because you I, just did. Didn't know if, I just didn't know if it was coming out this year. <laughs> oh, okay. It seems it seems to be on track. Y'all got that backwards. Like, I mean, I have. You yeah. have confidence in Starfield, Troy. You don't. Why did you? I like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. I don't know. I have an inkling that. I don't know. Like you can't come off of Fallout seventy six and not like Todd Howard like came out of his like hole after that game to to promote Starfield. I, I feel like maybe I'm hoping they learned their lesson. And well, yeah, you can only go up the, from seventy six. Yeah, the launch of seventy six for no. sure. But um, yeah, but Enough about Todd Howard. <laughs> yeah moving on from todd howard um i just think over time like i said uh, xbox it's just going to be really hard we're going to talk about project spark kiss here in a second and it's just going to be a very it's just a very hard act to follow um for playstation um they just it just will not be feasible for them to throw the amount of money microsoft is at developers and their and their studios to keep up with that output especially once activision comes into the picture like, sure, they're going to get Call of Duty. PlayStation is going to get Call of Duty. 
Xbox is going to get Call of Duty for free. <laughs> that's going to be a free to play <laughs> game. It, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much to a sense. And that's like, that's a big deal. That's crazy. Um, but uh, speaking of which, let's go to PlayStation here and let's do what they're offering right now, which in maybe about five days, this is going to be outdated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, it's good. It's pretty short list, but you know, I, I it, writing this down made me realize something and it's that PlayStation plus is still only $60 a year. So we're right now we are comparing a $60 service to a $180 service with Xbox game pass ultimate. So it's not like you're paying the same amount of money and there's that, there is a disparity. There's a large disparity between the options, but right, yeah. 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 Um, the, the right now the offering for PlayStation Plus is you get online pl- play, you get cloud services, you get PlayStation Plus monthly games, uh, you get the PlayStation Plus collection specifically on PS5, and I put share play in there because that is a feature you need Plus to do. And and uh, I, I did put share play in there because I think that is actually a very cool feature. I do wish Xbox had an easy way. I love share play. It's awesome. Yeah, I, don't, I don't ever get to use it as much as I want to, but I love share play. Yeah, yeah. I wish there was just an easy option for my for me to just be like, hey, can I see what you're playing? You know? Uh Steam <laughs> has it, uh PlayStation has it, but that is not something you still have to like stream to Twitch or something on Xbox if you wanna show what you're doing. Um, but I mean, for sixty dollars a year, it's honestly it's it's an okay deal. That's not no, sorry. Is it sixty year or six yes, yes, it's still sixty a year. That's honestly that's like a very reasonable value. Yeah, for what uh, you're getting there. Yeah, especially um, I think. I mean, I always. I mean, just just the games that they, that you get. You no, know, you'll get. Yeah. A dud, you get a dud month every now and then, but I mean, they when they gave me Control in whatever month that was, I and that ended up being one of my favorite games in years. I was like, man, that that was sixty dollars. I would have paid sixty dollars for that, like right now. But Dude, yeah, yeah, and it also like that. we also got the Ultimate Edition, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a steal. And dude, did Trip become Human Adult Ultimate Edition came out for free as well? PS Plus. I got Bloodborne when I first got my PS4. Like that same month, uh, I got Bloodborne with it. Like the PS Plus games are actually so good. And uh, you can they brought Hollow Knight, Sonic Mania, Shadow of Colossus. Like they put out some great games for PS Plus. Um, I think what Persona Five is in the collection. It's, right? it's in the, in collection, the collection for the PS Five. Yeah, yeah. 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 It they. so good yeah uh yeah yeah i think it's all good and then for me like the plus games are a little less exciting because usually i will own those games for a good six months before they release but every once in a while they do have a good day one release too um like you know they had like early on they had their rocket league they had Fall Guys. They, they had, had Odd World, kind of recently. Odd World, more recently. Yeah, oh, yeah. Or yeah. Uh, the, that the car. What was that car game? No one plays anymore. <laughs> Launched with the PS Five. Oh, Destruction <laughs> All Stars. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Destruction All Stars. I couldn't even think of the name. I'm just like, yeah, you know. Oh uh, man, I think that thing had such <laughs> such potential. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forget. I did. I was able to voice why it wasn't clicking with me, but I forget what it is now. I'd have to go back. Um, but uh, if they if they don't shut down the service for that game soon, but um, yeah, like I said, it it is decent. I think the PlayStation Plus collection is a cool handful. It's kind of a taste of Game Pass, is what the PlayStation Plus collection is. But it does have some pretty killer games in there. 
um, like like you know that PlayStation games. Like you're getting Bloodborne, you're getting Persona Five, you're getting you know uh, some really cool first party stuff just right off the bat. Um, for someone who hasn't owned a PlayStation before, that's I mean they have to have it on PS Five. It's not a PS Four thing, but even though they're all PS Four games, it's weird. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what that is. So moving on to uh, uh, kind of what we've been building to, uh, like I mentioned before, Project Spartacus is going to be announced probably within the next few days. I just saw a reset article saying that like Greg Miller and Kind of Funny, they canceled, not canceled, but they delayed their PlayStation podcast for, for like a few days because they know stuff is coming up. It's <laughs> um, in multiple announcements. Yeah. So uh, I'm surprised they've probably done like five prediction casts because they have to. I'm sure they, they have yeah. to make so much content every day. <laughs> like, well, yeah. we can't make another prediction cast. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah, so that's going to be announced here soon. And I just want to know what do you guys want from it? Like, like, uh, what are you thinking price wise? What do you what do you want from it? Uh, I know there's been rumors about like a tiered setup where you will have like a base tier and then maybe a couple more premium tiers. Um, and uh, I mean, what is, what is like the big thing you guys feel like PlayStation is missing right legacy now? Legacy titles. Legacy titles. That's what I was going to say. Legacy yeah. titles. Yeah. It is Agreed. honestly the biggest thing I, I think a lot of people would love to see from PlayStation. We've been begging them. We've been like, um, and you know, realistically speaking, the, I think the head of Sony was like, you know, Although we do people, we do see people like ask you for that, but like reality, like how many people are gonna actually use it, you know, like, but like if it's an informal subscription, it's like all digital, you know, not having to mess with the hardware, do it, do it. <laughs> I would love to play my PS3 games on my PS5. I will buy Ico right now and like not even my PS3, I'll play my PS5. That would be amazing. I would just love legacy tiles. If you can be like put that at top of tier, I'll buy it. I'll buy it, bro. Sixty dollars. If you yeah. do it at sixty dollars, I'll buy it. I I do think it's a little bit of a bummer if the rumors are true that the legacy titles are going to be attached to the highest subscription model. Because I, yeah. I, yeah. I have a feeling, I have a feeling that I, that's all I'm going to want from it. I'm going to yeah. whatever game yeah, they offer their Game Pass <laughs> stuff. I'm probably like, well, that's already in Game Pass. Or me and Mofredo's like. At this point, me and Morfredo's PS4, PS5 collection combined, uh, we have about 480 games. So chances right. are we 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 already have a PS4 game pass. It's just our combined library, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, uh, it's that's not really what's getting me. So legacy titles, totally agree. Now here's the real crutch. Um, it depends how they give those legacy titles to us. Mm, yeah. Um, because we saw with the other two, a big difference between how Nintendo and Xbox does it. Nintendo, I could see them releasing legacy titles, but then being like poorly emulated, you know? Like when Square does all their re-releases of their PS1 oh, games, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like I'm afraid I, I don't know how they're going to handle it. I said do PS1 and PS2 games. But what I would really like them to do is I would like them to take the plate. Uh, hopefully they engineered something along the lines Xbox is doing. And if they're not going to give it to us natively, I want, uh, you know, at the very least, I'd like it just to run like the normal game did, not with like a crappy emulator. Just run, you know, run like it should be very uh, faithful. And yeah. what would be even better is if they engineered something like Xbox or like how they're doing backwards compatibility with like PlayStation. Like it's a run even better. 
yeah, yeah up the yeah. resolution oh, frame yeah. rates do whatever you have to do like that would be great um resolution would be probably the bigger one uh but the biggest question is ps3 games i that is like a the probably the biggest hole in emulation and mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. just like games we can't play right now because 360 no problem we've been able to play 360 games since the xbox one upgraded like that that's that's still there but the ps3 itself is just kind of in this weird black hole whereas it hasn't been remastered it's stuck there yeah which is why we get into shatter or metal gear solid 4 you know uh areas so if there's solution i will be so incredibly disappointed and i'll be very vocal about it if there's solution to backwards compatibility for ps3 or anything else is streaming yes oh i'm sorry that's not good enough that's it no 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 like it's like i don't want to rely on my stupid wi-fi to like either have a good day or a bad day i would like to boot up my game no stuttering and play it 100 offline and enjoy it how it's meant to be enjoyed originally and and Sony showed they can do this in the past. The uh, the PS3 emulation of PS1 games and the Vita yes. with the PSP and the PSP could play the PS1 collections too. Those were emulated great. Those were yeah. all super good. Um, and the PS3 even had PS2 games. Like, uh, so I would like to see them if they can do everything natively. Like, it'll be a home run to me if they are like, hey everything we're about to release is natively. I'm not expecting it to be like Xbox where I can put a disc in and it like you know downloads the rom and can play it natively i mean i would love that i don't think that's going to happen download all four discs of final fantasy 9 please <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i don't think it's going to happen it's like you can do that on xbox uh the the series and x you can put in an og xbox game and it'll read it and and pull it down final fantasy know? 13 yep did that for me it's just which is cool um but uh, yeah, it needs to be native, and I'm hoping that the collection is is a good collect because they had stuff on PS3 like Sweek It In Two, or uh, just like games that have really gone up in price on PS1. That'd be really cool to see on that collection um, uh, digitally. Just games are not gonna, easy to get a hand on. Do you think they're going to release them like monthly? And like how how many of these legacy games do you think they would actually release? Like that? I wouldn't mind question. that. But I also I mean, prefer like a, if like when it's ready, it's ready. Like like release it. There's give no us, way they're gonna do that. Give us a good like a hundred, and then at that hundred, hundred, like yeah. At if we're talking like if we're talking like PS one, okay. PS two, PS three games, like, like right out of the gate, right out of the gate. Yeah, a hundred games. Ooh, that if they I, did that, that'd be yeah, I peak. I'd, it beats Game Pass, like for um, me personally. Yeah, and that's okay. So, and okay, so there's certain things that this tier that that Project Spartacus is not going to be able to touch Game Pass with. I'm not expecting them to put day one PlayStation games on this, like first party right. games. That's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Probably it would be nice to buy Activision. Yeah, and I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to be able to throw money at third party developers the way Microsoft is to get day one. So that those day one tier stuff i don't think they're going to compete on that level but where playstation can compete is it has a much stronger legacy and it has a much stronger legacy in like japanese oh, yeah. games and stuff from their um from their older catalog so if they're gonna really make this competitive it can't just be like we have our game pass too and here's games everyone owns or you can get them for like you know five bucks on, on a ps4 disc like that would be kind of disappointing because that would just be what game pass was like 
you know, seven years ago. <laughs> right. However long it be, they really need to nail this uh, legacy um, angle because that's what PlayStation Strong Suit is, is they have a really strong uh, library of legacy titles that are super unique, you know? I would love to play like Ape Escape 1 through 3, squeak it in and like something like like Tron Bon or something that is like super rare and hard to get like physically. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of PS2 games like that too that just had like very um, small releases. So mm. yeah, there's just so much. PS1 and PS2 libraries are so massive. So what do you think they would offer aside from the legacy stuff? Mm. Um, so, that's so i think project spartacus specifically is going to try to compete with game pass i don't think they're going to hide any like um system features behind it it's just going to be third party partnerships things like that totally yeah i think it's just going to be like hey like it's going to be a larger version of the um of the playstation plus collection yeah and uh yeah, I think uh, I think I just saw an article recently about like how PlayStation could potentially learn from like how Disney Plus manages their subscription, which is of course like yeah, like, like you said, third party like uh, collaborations and whatnot. Like have them like have like, third party studios like be a part of like uh, Spartacus and like have their games like at, like day one or whatever. It's similar to how Game Pass just kind of just does that, but I think it'd be kind of neat if they did do that. But besides that. I don't know what else it could do, like uh, in terms of, like the Spartacus. Well, like they're going to run into the same problems like, the virtual console does. Like you're not going to get like the Ninja Turtle games on SNES and NES because they're making that collection, right? Um, same thing with a lot of those PS1, PS2 games. Like there, there might be a good amount of them that were like Konami or Capcom. The PlayStation would really need to work at deals with those Japanese third parties. Um, Because I think those are kind of essential to what like PS1, PS2 is Um, like, you know, and it's hard because they're selling Symphony of the Night in like another collection. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, They're selling uh, Mega Man 8 or was it 8? No, no. Yes, 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 yes. 8 or 7 or so whatever the PS1 uh, Mega Man games were, but just stuff like that. They're going to still run into, but hopefully they've like been working on this and been doing background deals and are willing to spend engineering time and money to get this all working really well you know yeah do you think it's, you think it's gonna be as indie heavy as uh game passes um mm, let's see that's a good question um game passes already has its ball in the court it's had for a while now and i don't think a uh, playstation can entirely just be like no let's do that too i feel like they have to be a little more creative with that i mean there's yeah. so many more i mean like there's an Almost an infinite amount of indie games. Just, I'm looking you know, at it right now. It's insane. Every two games. weeks and every two weeks you get that like little title card they put out and they're like, hey, here's eight new games coming to Game Pass. And there's just like eight yep. indie games. You might have there might be two of them. You're like, oh, I was looking forward to that. And then the other four, you're like, I've never heard of these, <laughs> which is, <laughs> yeah. you know, which is cool. But um, if I had to guess, I think there will be. um like certain indie games that PlayStation might go after, like bigger ones, but I don't think PlayStation has that relationship. They don't like Xbox does like indie shows specifically for just like Xbox indie games. PlayStation did that in the PS4 era, but that leadership has been long gone, you know? Or isn't, isn't up top. Isn't Shuhei Yoshida like in charge of that division? Like, um, like like third party relations, that sort of thing. 
Yeah, I thought it was like indie specific. Yeah, I thought it had, I thought it had to do with indie games. He just, was, uh, and the the thing I get from PlayStation is they really pick their battles with the indies. They maybe have like two or three indies that they're really pushing. You know, um, uh, like Wadham. Like you know, they'll push like like fund, and I think they actually broke off their deal with Wadham and Hannah Perna ended up. Maybe that's a bad example, but they do have <laughs> they do have specific indie games where they like really get behind them and push uh, like yes. uh, like all guys. No Man's Sky, yeah, oh, No Man's Sky, and that that's kind of how um you know because the beginning of PS4 that was like a really like indie game haven. They did that thing where they had like eight indie indie developers on stage and had them all playing their game at the same time. You know, um, I I think Nintendo. I think Nintendo and Xbox have taken that, taken that role. You know, yeah. Nintendo, Nintendo is the spot where everyone buys indie games, and um, Xbox is the spot where you get you get to really show your indie games on a bigger platform, and they, you know, they get downloaded and people want to buy them portably or on Steam or on a Steam Deck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there's just not much room for place. PlayStation strategy has not been indie games over the last. Uh, you know, handful of years there. So I would expect maybe, um, uh, I mean, look at the PlayStation plus collection. I don't think there's any indie games on them. They're bigger third party titles and the first party titles. And I think it's just going to be more an expansion of that, uh, which makes me, which is not exciting to me (laughs) personally, because I own all those games. I'm good. But, but, um, Hey, hello, uh, Troy won the bots left. Uh, Oh, well, good thing we have Gyark. Yeah, I got it, for real. <laughs> That's why we have our backup. Um, I'll make sure it's good. I'll, I'll, I'll invite him in here in a second. But what I was going to say was just that, um, yeah, I'll just pull it off of him. Um, sorry, let me get my train of thought. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say that I, 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 I that's why I think like this legacy tier is gonna be so important that they nail, nail it, and they need to nail it really good because they're just not gonna be able to compete on the indie front. Uh, they're not gonna have Activision's library. They're not gonna have uh, EA Play, which is a lot of those bigger third-party stuff for free. Um, mm. And they're not gonna have the money to throw at Square Enix to get like Octopath Traveler, Dragon Quest. And all and all the Final Fantasies. On they can get King of Hearts. I think, I think that's their only option. Is Square? I mean, Enix, I, I was gonna say Square Enix is the is the third party. They've been kind of uh, actually spending the money on yeah. for like exclusives. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe yeah. maybe they can rely on that. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of jokes about Ubisoft and like on Twitter and. Please no, please no, please. (laughs) If they're gonna do Ubisoft, bring back Rayman and the rabbits. That's what I want. (laughs) And the rabbits. Uh, (laughs) I I actually think I I think if PlayStation was in charge of Ubisoft, I think that'd be interesting. I want to know how different the like the next Assassin's Creed or you want want them to buy them? No, no, no. I'm just no. I don't want them to. I don't think they will. More acquisitions. No, no. I I don't (laughs) want more. You're right. You're right. But that uh, reminds me, Destiny. You think that'll be on Spartacus? Oh, that's a good question. Um. Oh, oh like the expansions and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, mm, the, you bring up a good point. Like there is DLC and expansions for. Well, I mean, a lot of their stuff is like single player, but their live service games. You have to imagine those are already going to be free to play. Uh, but I wonder if you're right. If they will sell like the next Destiny expansion on Spartacus for free, you know. 
at a certain tier. I imagine that's why they have a tiered system. I bet you won't get that expansion on their normal tier, but maybe their Ooh. upper tiers, they're like, oh, and it includes expansions. It's kind of like the Nintendo. Do we know for sure that it's going to be tiered? No, but that's the no. rumor. And that it makes the, rumor, the most though. sense. It makes the most sense. I mean, because um, you're going to get the opposite of people. People are going to be like, I don't want to play old games. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like game, game Pass and, and Nintendo's online, right? It's just like two-tier system, essentially. Yeah. I wonder if, if Sony is going to do the same thing or if it's going to... I don't like the rumors showing like four or five tiers. Oh, no, yeah, I hope. I hope it's not many. more than two. No, no. Yeah. I, I, that'd be stretching it. I would say three. It would be PlayStation Plus, as it is now. You get the PlayStation sure. Plus games. The next tier, you get like the third-party offerings, like an expanded PlayStation Plus collection. And then one more tier up, and that gets you expansions and legacy. Right, so that's yeah. similar to Xbox, though, because they have gold. Right. Still, right, but it's it's, it's and it's then they have Game Pass, and then Game Pass Ultimate. <laughs> yeah, hmm. yeah. I will you, say though. Speaking of which, I would say uh, Xbox Gold games are probably the most useless tier out of every single <laughs> person we talked about. <laughs> but no one cares because no one cares because you're not buying it for you know you're getting Game Pass. It includes gold, like yeah, should have went away yeah. a while ago. I That's why know. I wish Sony would just uh, dissolve Plus whenever they they come up with this and just have a two tier system. You know, ah, yeah, doubt it. They still and want. That- they still want that group of people that are going to pay for to play Call of Duty online, but not want to pay for all the games and the legacy and all that stuff. Well, that's that's yeah. too. I, I was wondering what they're going to call it. Because I've, I, I just, I, I've never liked PlayStation now, but I've always liked PlayStation Plus. I don't know why it just. Yeah. Yeah. I've always, I've always liked too. The, the ring to it. But I'm curious what they're what they're gonna call it. If they're just gonna call it PlayStation Plus, just like new and revised, or if they're gonna have like six. Some... <laughs> <laughs> five, six, fifty six. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they'll call it. I I wonder because they're gonna have different tiers, so they might have to call each tier something different, which is again, you're starting uh, to run into some weird, like really confusing um i just i just hope it's not a bad name if it's a bad name i think it's done for me i can't yeah. i can't have a service with a bad name if well, they spartacus yeah. that'd be cool dude that'd be that'd be cool keep spartacus or just call it neo like just call it plus neo or whatever like uh give it like a like call extra plus station yeah. plus station well it's funny because if you think back like playstation uh, started this game and now has fallen pretty well behind because they were the ones that uh, started PlayStation Plus. And I remember when that came out and people were making fun of it. They're like, what? I'm going to pay like 50 bucks to get a little like emblem next to my name on my PS3 and like a couple free like throwaway games. <laughs> I mean, that's how you get internet though, right? But over time, no, no, no. PS3 Ooh, internet was yeah, always right. free. Yeah. switch to PS4, my bad. Yeah, so it was already free, and they they threw this tier up there, and then over time, their their PlayStation Plus games offering were getting better and better, and it included yeah. Vita games and PSP games, Dude, and Super Sonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. Yeah, oh, man, yes. legendary name. Just <laughs> yeah. name it that. Just call it. Just call it's it amazing. That. Um, even and they also on the people forget this too on the Vita. They had like they kind of had a PlayStation Plus collection for the Vita. It was a group of like five or six games that included Gravity Rush and Uncharted, 
Uh, so Ace, they did that Ace. to boost the Vita. But I think uh, once the PS4 started, um, they were kind of getting real comfortable in their formula there. And um, and then, of course, Game Pass came in and they've they've kind of stuck to their guns. And I think Project Spartacus is PlayStation acknowledging Game Pass for sure. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, for like, sure. you can't yeah. deny that, you know. Um, but yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what it is. How, how much do you think it'll cost? How much would you want to spend? I Less like the idea. Sorry. <laughs> I yes, personally I agree. <laughs> if they're not giving day one games, they can't charge as much as Game Pass. Yeah. On. Yeah. Uh, but uh, looking at that, some of the leaks uh, that me and Troy are looking over, one I actually agree with the idea of is bumping down PS Plus like how it already pays as sixty dollars to forty. Just bump that down. Like if you're gonna make the if you're gonna make the legacy tiles, like everything, the whole package to sixty, bump down the price for me to play online and get the PS plus like a monthly games. Like that's happen. what I care about. <laughs> the whole package will not be sixty. Maybe no not. Way. They want. They still want the guys that buy a PS5 for Christmas and just want to play Call of Duty. They want their sixty bucks, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, they're not going to give that up. I would say if they did everything right, I mean, like just you know, like they're boosting all the games. Uh, they're like emulated native. correctly. They're all native. Yeah, yeah. I'd be willing to pay like one hundred twenty. I'd really rather play double. Uh, That's if they did everything right. Yeah, um, I want to pay one hundred. I. Th- I think it'll be between 120 and 180. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You yeah, start getting, I mean, yeah, you start getting to that kinda, Game Pass area. You are in. You're in hot. <laughs> you're in hot water, buddy. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely see. Like, uh, what? Five days? Like two, three, one? Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to. Tell. I mean, yeah, if they do the three tier thing, it could be, the, you know, sixty a year, then one hundred a year, then one forty a year. You know, if they want to split them up evenly like that, but it's just hard to. That's hard so to even, expensive. Hard yeah, to I know. Ah, oh. I I would say the jump for me, I think between tiers, it would have to be like sixty to eighty to like. 120-ish at max. I'm going to call it 120 max. I just don't think they can... They can't get near Game Pass. They can't get near... (laughs) Game Pass also includes like cloud cloud gaming on everything. You know, there's just so many things you can do with Game Pass. It includes PC games. It includes... It's so much for 180 that... I think that... Get near that with PlayStation, it's a direct comparison. But they're probably... They're probably proud enough of their legacy stuff that they might you know there could be a curveball we don't see coming too like there could be maybe i just realized that crunchy roll oh yeah oh that's a good point you know what jeff grubb did say he didn't hear anything about that i know there was a rumor but uh i don't know i don't know if that's gonna happen but if it did that would be a good that'd be a cool thing to throw in uh yeah i'll i'll use funimation if it comes with it yeah i will well i will watch more anime if that comes with it <laughs> <laughs> i'll become a weeb i'll become a weeb yeah that top tier you get everything plus crunchyroll plus you get a physical version of knack three delivered Knack <laughs> three that's it <laughs> that's it uh yeah i think i think playstation still wants to avoid direct comparisons um price range wise because they're not going to do they're not going to be able to beat the day one like uh game offerings 
Um, That's where I think that really falls apart for them. But I think that $120 is like a sweet spot. Um, And the, the thing is, the more they charge, the more they have to get everything so right. Like, just so right. If they're like, hey, uh, you have to stream all these PS3 games and it's $150. No. You know, it's going to be that's uh, right there. You're already just like, what are you doing? But then then again, I hope it's not too low where they feel like they can make those mistakes and get away with it. True. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. So what does Game Pass charge for like the bundle deal deal for the year for for Ultimate? It's $180 for the entire year. Okay. That's not month to month payment. That is paying for the full year. That's paying for the full year. Yep. Okay. That in, yeah. That's everything. PC, Game Pass, X Cloud. I think 120 is not the max. I think that is the, the tier below. I think they'll tier have one the tier. Max? I think they'll have like a, a weird number, like 140, 150. Uh, yeah. uh, that's why I was. That's why I was kind of afraid of. They have like a 140 be the max. They're not going to make us happy. That's that, that's what I'm. <laughs> I know going into this, I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm shooting for the moon and I'm saying the max I pay was like 120. <laughs> so uh, I the thing is getting the second tier. Nice <laughs> moon. <laughs> yeah, but watch the second tier not be the it's not gonna have legacy games. Yeah, you're not going to get anything. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we'll God. see. We'll see. I'll be really curious. Um, Me too. It'd be fun to uh, I, I'm not promising this to anyone listening, but it'd be fun to record something after. Where we where we just kind of ha- talk about just quit. We can do it within yeah. our next podcast, but yeah, we can I'd, talk I'd about down. actually what it is. That could be our next mini episode. That'd be a good yeah. follow up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, a good hour long um, discussion. How we all felt. It's yeah. also all gonna be groaning really loudly. We're all gonna be like, hmm, okay, yeah. Or it's gonna be Hopefully. you yelling. One of the two. One of yeah. the two. Let us move on to just our last small segment we've been doing every big episode, and that is our fantasy critic update. Um, I know, exciting. Not happy about this. (laughs) 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 Things have changed. Things have taken a turn. I I think I'm not as bad as you're thinking, I think, but... Uh, you got some strong games still on your list. Um, so what we'll do is, so this is Fantasy Critic uh, Doc Games, and our league is called Colton Green's Indecisive Acquaintances, if you guys want to kind of look and follow along. <laughs> but uh, what we're going to do it. here is we're going to look at, uh, just see what came out and what what scored what. So let's start with uh, Dalton. Um this since we last spoke, he got Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which scored a seventy nine. So they gave uh, him about nine points. I'm surprised. I thought it'd be a little higher. Me too. Really? Uh, I, I was for eighty. I thought the fantasy Ow. setting would, would do it a lot of good, but I guess I was wrong. I will say I have heard the writing is a lot better than threes. Oh, that's good. That is actually good to hear. Um, Not a high bar, but yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's better than threes, but it's still that. So yeah, yeah 79. I, I could see it. That's yeah. Um, and so that was all that uh Dalton got this from the last couple of weeks. So now we have uh Isaiah, who is has the publisher Nintendo, and he <laughs> got both his games, I think, came out since we last talked so he got um kirby in the forgotten land which just came out got an 84 a 14 which is good i that was on the higher end of what i yeah. was i was nervous i would have been nervous picking that one 
Um, so that's a solid score. Anything above an 80, honestly, is is a solid score. And you have Triangle Strategy that came out, got a 13. So uh, honestly, that's a really good... That is both high, That is higher than my first two uh, games that came out this this year. So that's a good start, Isaiah. Congratulations. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have uh, People Know Donuts, which is me. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, Gran Turismo 7 came out and got an 87. And I'm lucky. I think I got lucky that Gran Turismo was being real shady because that game has been... Uh, panned by the community and stuff yeah. coming up. I think if all that stuff had been in there from launch, like the uh, microtransactions and like online like outages, all this other stuff, that that would demand not demand a recount, <laughs> demand a rescore. <laughs> yes. uh, I'm afraid. Yeah, I was have, afraid. They have like the lowest uh, user score in like PlayStation uh-huh. first party history right now. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. And that that's very different from the reviews coming out. So there's pretty <laughs> yeah. big disparity. I I'm I'm I was nervous that a bunch of people are just gonna be like, well now I'll review this game. <laughs> look at that. You got like a score. It's like the third highest score here. Like, what's going on? It's crazy. Yeah. So I got lucky with that one. Uh unlucky are the people that bought Grand Tourism Seven and are having a less than <laughs> stellar time. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't remember if uh, Arceus came out. I think Arceus had come out last time, so nothing has dropped for Wilfredo since then. Uh, he's picked up quite a few games. Oh, I didn't even talk about the oh, games oh, geez, that got yeah. picked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think uh, Dalton picked up uh, Pokemon. Uh, Scarlet Violet. Violet. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Those have been scoring on an upward trend, actually. Yeah, weird. So not bad. <laughs> Isaiah got Soul Hackers 2, which is a good pick. Soul um, Hackers, baby. The Shin Megami Tensei series. Soul Hackers. Was that on DS, Isaiah? Soul Hackers, yes, it was on DS. Uh, yeah, that is a, that's, that's a highly rated one for sure. Like, that game's a vibe for sure. Oh, my yeah. God. All the, all the um, penis monsters, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on those chariots. <laughs> uh, uh, so for me, I picked up... Uh, I got Warhammer 40,000 Dark. I think maybe I picked that up last time, but uh, I have Forda Motorsport. Uh, the last Forza that came out did very well for me. So this will be the action, not Horizon, but Motorsport when they announce it on E3, hopefully releasing in like October or something. And Xenoblade Chronicles 3 for about a dollar. So that was good. <laughs> I kind of nailed that before they announced it. Because yeah. I had heard rumors, and I'm like, I'm just gonna get this now for cheap. And I, I really want that to do well. I want to do better than than two. It, you know what? It looks like a good mix of um um. It looks like Xenoblade Chronicles X, the environment and the performance already yeah. looks a lot better. And the characters, unfortunately, look a lot like Xenoblade Chronicles Two, which is not my favorite. I, but at least the environments and stuff are back to form. I think I think some of the characters look like two for sure. I think. It looks like a evolution of two, which I'm I'm glad to see a little less. Yeah, yeah. I fan service a little less fan service. Totally. Yes. So I yeah no I, I love that first Xenoblade Chronicles on Wii. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, like probably my favorite Wii U game. Port it, you cowards. Yeah. Nintendo it's cowards. Uh, it's so good. It it looks <laughs> incredible for that system. It looks so much better than Xenoblade Chronicles two on the Switch. It's weird. Um, <laughs> Because I came in like garbage at like uh, 360p on handheld and stuff, but um, so I'm really I'm really crossing my fingers for this one to be good because I've never fallen so hard off 
uh, a game like a sequel than that one i i mm-hmm. hate to i do not like to at all <laughs> yeah um, um all right so we have uh wilfredo who did pick up um river cities oh no he did that last time so he picked up hogwarts legacy which i counterpicked <laughs> which i now think <laughs> it's going to get released so hopefully I don't know if yeah. it's going to be good, so... <laughs> It'll be good enough, so you're going to get negative points. Yeah, I know. It'll at least I, get, like, an 80 or something, and that'll suck. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Mario, Mario Strikers Battle League, um, which, you know, it's a, it's a Mario sports game, so it's really hard to tell. It's been, they've been scoring low. They've been scoring low, yeah. But this is the best one. Uh, Live a Live, be. which I think is going to get above an 80, so I think Live a Live will be a good... Live a Live? You spell it wrong. Live alive, live alive. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, An animal live well, alive. which I'm not sure what that is. So uh, he keeps doing that to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to look that up. But all right, so going down to uh, Colton and Victoria, uh, they had nothing new released, but they did pick up Nintendo Switch or Moss Book Two. Um, uh, they picked up Nintendo Switch Sports, which I think is a good pick. I think that's going to get above an eighty, easy. That was worth the twenty dollars I bid on it. I don't really <laughs> yeah. know how much it you did outbid yeah. people, I think. Yeah, you, I mean, you did crazy. Uh, Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival, um, good right. rhythm game. That'll that'll get up there. Uh, Saints Row, that's iffy for me. I'm not sure I know that. it's Ooh. iffy. I was trying to fill in my spots. I still had like five. I don't. I doubt it's it's a triple A game. Like you're at least gonna get like a seventy eight, seventy six. It could get like yeah. uh, like um. Uh, what, what what game did I pick? <laughs> it it could get like Dying Light two scores or like a Far yeah, Cry, and I, and it, like it, a Far Cry like score, you know. If that's what I get, that that's that was why one Hail Mary, I think, so far. Yeah, my uh, Fire Emblem Three Hopes, which is the new Warriors game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'll do a yeah. solid eighty for sure. I, yeah, solid eighty. Yeah, yeah if it's real good, it could get above something like that. Totally. Yeah, it could just run like trash, though. You got to be careful. Oh God, it's running on the Switch. That's why I didn't play the Breath of the Wild one because I was like, I can't play one of these games and have it run at like (laughs) twenty three frames anymore. Yeah, Um, killing my confidence. They're still fun. The other one still got a good score. Just the performance is rough. Uh, Maybe that new AMD FSR two point oh will help it. Who knows? Uh, (laughs) Ah. Uh, it, a weird fact: uh, Switch Sports has uh, AMD FSR 1.0 in it, which is pretty weird. Uh, that Nintendo is paying attention. So there you go. <laughs> um, so uh, for Josh, he got um, he got uh, quite a few things released since we last talked. So Ghostwire Tokyo um, gave him a 76 and a six. I had bid on this and then like got rid of it. <laughs> so I I was. I, I, I don't know. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it too. I had so it last I year, and then it didn't come out. And then I was really hesitant this year. I was like, "Don't, don't bid on it. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good." And then I saw one trailer that that got me really hyped, and then I was like, "All right, I'm getting it." And I, <laughs> I regret it so much. <laughs> he was like, "He's doing the trunks hands. He has trunks it's so hands." Cool. Uh, like, <laughs> the oh, animation work looks really cool. nice. It's a good trailer. It's a good trailer game. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 got delayed because of the Ukraine conflict going but on. not out of this year. No, I think it will still come out, and that'll score well, so you're good. Yeah. Uh, you had Tunic Thank you. come out. With Tunic was a solid pick. Solid 85, 15 points. It's good. That's good. 85 and above is where you're just like, 
Good pick. Yeah, good pick. Um, and then we have Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins, uh, which oh is a boy. 73 and a 3, which is lower is than me. I had guessed. Yeah, me too. Me too. Everybody that, that I've heard play it says that the, the combat's amazing. So I'm like, what's the problem? <laughs> yeah, who cares about the story? Who cares? Right. And then you, and then. And then I played the demo and I was like, this, this feels so loose. And I, it's visually, I couldn't tell what was coming at me. Cause it just looked like muddy garbage. Yeah. I'm like, this is not Neo. Yeah. This is not Neo. I'm still going to play it, it. It feels, it feels weird. Like I, I, that too. I, I had to stop playing and I was like, you know what? I'm going to play a good game. Let me put up Wilden Ring. Go have Yeah. It, you know what? <laughs> It sucks for this game that it came out near Elden Ring because I yeah. saw the Japanese numbers come out and it's not good. I don't think this mm. game's going to sell very well. Um, which honestly, this might be, I don't know, this is like a terrible thing to say, but it's kind of good because I really want Square to finally get through their heads that maybe giving Final Fantasy to Nomura in any way is a bad idea. He yes. can have Kingdom Hearts. He Give him Kingdom Hearts and the world ends with you. No, he didn't no, even no, no, work on the last one. Ground him, ground, ground him more, please. I want, I want my Kingdom Hearts franchise to stop being joked on. I would appreciate for one day, one day, no more. Be like, hey, let me not get drunk and make a game about me getting drunk, which is exactly how Recoded was made. That is exactly how Coded was made. He got drunk, thought it up, and made canon. <laughs> Good. I think that series Good. is too far gone for anyone to take it seriously. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. And Final, like, um, when they say that, like, if Square wouldn't have had Final Fantasy fourteen this year, they would have been in huge trouble. Like, they might have been bought. Mm -hmm. That's how much that game is saving, you know, saving their financial situation. Because Square just released a ton of, uh, just a handful of terrible games. Yeah. That, uh, that, uh, that Platinum one you had on your list last year. Uh, that you took off scored like oh god I don't even know what it was called like 40 or whatever Babylon um, Fall yes Babylon oh, Falls yeah, like right. dude oh, just uh, the Avengers game the um Guardians of Galaxy which is actually a good game this... but didn't sell that well I mean they would just be in so much trouble if Final Fantasy 14 wasn't like a you. money making machine yeah Man. no nothing Man. of theirs has been hitting um yeah. so and they just need remake two and they need ff16 and 14 to keep doing their thing because that's all they got <laughs> um uh, all right sorry that was uh just a side <laughs> um, that's my final <laughs> fantasy rant is yeah just get yoshi p in there to like get them out of the final fantasy 14 hole that team knows how to make that game get yes. them in charge of that put yeah. them up like give them get them a seat in corporate to tell them like that's a terrible idea <laughs> don't do that um so uh sea of stars uh did you pick that up recently no 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 i think I, that's that's all yeah okay. I, I picked those up last time yeah. okay yeah yeah you're right yeah both of those are so um you did counterpick project eve from Alfredo's list i think that might have been last time too but uh yeah okay so that, i think that covers kind of the the release that came out and what scored what so i mean right now um me and josh have a lot more releases than everyone else i think uh dalton's just behind with three so um i mean me and josh are like i only have like a three point difference and now i think i counter picks a game that's actually coming out and people might like <laughs> um so that's that that might change things too yeah, I, but still, I have one more release than you 
So like you're you're slightly ahead of me. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah, the, the yeah. Elden Ring score is killing me. Right, but I think you do. Like again, if you have Breath of the Wild come out, uh, yeah, if you happens. have like Monster Hunter is going to be an eighty-five plus. Like you know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You're 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 nowhere out of the running. I I think <laughs> you know. I have no idea what Somerville and like stuff in my list is going to score. So. We'll see. And then like Isaiah's like first two were really good. So if he Yeah, I'm scared filling out his list and stuff, that's yeah. that's kind of scary. Oh wait, no, no, sorry, sorry. Unless so unless unless Silk Song comes out, then you're screwed, Isaiah. So No, no, I'm absolutely <laughs> okay. screwed if Silk Song comes out. If that does, I'm just done. However, I I, I have really high hopes for Sonic uh, the new Sonic game. Cause like I said, I mentioned before, but like uh I don't think she had mentioned to you guys. Well, they delayed it by an entire year because they wanted to make sure like this game's like a good product. Uh, while Wait, we're on the top, Sonic yeah, like, is delayed. No, it originally was. So like, oh, before, before oh. like like they released like the trailers, they actually had delayed it already. And I was like, you know, we want to make sure this is good when it comes out. And hey, if it does, if this is the hail mary that Sega puts out and it lands, and it lands hey, right, hell yeah! I've heard rumors that that Sonic game is kind of all right. <laughs> that's what i've heard i i have heard oh, rumors that is all right um oh man but uh and also i think that sonic movie is gonna make so much money like oh, so no. much money Ooh. it's because uh, over time that sonic movie has gotten bigger and bigger if that if, if sonic frontiers like that movie comes out and sonic frontiers comes out and is at least like decent then you know, sonic's back on the menu sonic's back on the menu boys <laughs> Please, please, I want. Listen to me. Let's hear your hand. I still want a I Mania want, too, but whatever. I want Sock Movie too. I want the Sock Movie too. I want it better than the Mario movie. We'll do. That's what I want. Uh, oh no, I'm with you. I we already know that the first Sonic movie was okay. I who knows that? Yeah. It's the Illuminations. They make minions, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the only good what thing they got going on was Will Ferrell singing their songs. Uh, that, that's actually really good. Yeah. All right, so that ends our fantasy critic update, and I think we're going to end the podcast right there. So um, I just want to thank you guys all for uh, meeting with me and and doing this podcast. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for being my friends. Um, <laughs> I just uh, I'm really bad at doing this, but uh, Victoria and Colton have been keeping up a Instagram and Twitter for Big Bandit Gaming. So if you guys want to follow us and just like know when episodes are being released, things of that nature, uh, we have an Instagram and a Twitter, which also has our link tree attached to it. If you want to listen to us in different places or want to share the podcast, so that is there. Um, but yeah, uh, you guys all have a good week and, um, I'm, we're not a hundred percent sure we're going to come back and talk about Spartacus, but if it, if it gets us all riled up, all riled up, we can, we can make a good yeah, one way or the other about it. Yeah. Yeah. For real. yeah I, and I'm not, you know, I want to come back and just be ecstatic. You know, I want to come back and be like, I want to talk about this cause I'm excited about this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I, I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case. Um, so, but I either want it to be so bad that it's worth talking about or so good because it's right in the middle, then, but then what are we even going to talk about? Yeah, that yeah. would suck if it's just like the most boring showcase. <laughs> yeah. Like so mid that we just like, hey, so about that bonus episode, we're just going to go ahead and talk about Eldering again because yeah. we really don't care. <laughs> if they lead with the order, oh, I was going to say the order 1886, but that's just a PS4. <laughs> uh, but no. still, down there, they're just like, and we have the order 1886. 
for free <laughs> with our premium beer. Yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're gonna do that one thing that they did with that uh i can't remember if that was the ps5 showcase where they like opened up with grand theft auto and everyone thought they were talking about grand theft auto 6 and it was just more grand theft auto 5 stuff. oh and we didn't even oh, talk about God. if they would that even include oh, yeah. that, well, oh that's right oh, that's what, that's what there was. <laughs> the people Dude, they didn't so even talk about, about if there was going to be psp or vita games or anything i doubt yeah, there'll yeah. be they're gonna even be psp games like i want curveballs like that where oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool yeah i want like, to launch two <laughs> Whoa, yeah. Josh! That would be the curveball. The Vita too. <laughs> <laughs> dual, That's dual Spartacus. screen. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, now it has side touch. The <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> camera's on the side too. 360, 360 gaming. Um, <laughs> it's a VR controller. The game. <laughs> yeah, oh you strapped to your face. The Love game it. I am Jesus Christ <laughs> comes out like that this year. They'll come out day one when Sparkus comes out. <laughs> yeah, it's good. a hype yeah. factor 2.4. I mean, yeah, I could do it. <laughs> yeah, like uh, there should be a meme score attached to that because that's all it's got. Um, <laughs> all right. So you guys have a good week and uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, there, I won't even list what we're all on because I've added us to like every service out there. But if you want to <laughs> yeah. yell, if you wanted to yell our podcast name at an Amazon Alexa, it will it, it do works. it now. It works. We tried it. <laughs> yeah. and that's very funny to me. So, you know, if you're <laughs> bored and you want to hear a voice come out of an Alexa, I don't know why you'd want that. I'm, I'm a little confused why you guys are listening to us now. Should I even say that? No, I'll cut that. cut that. Listen to cut, us. Cut. <laughs> I want you to dream Get about out of here. it. Fall asleep to us. Uh, dream about Isaiah licking a PS5. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the, the, the inverted Oreo. <laughs> I'm going to end this podcast now. So everybody say bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.